Welcome to episode 1 of Founders Gyan. Each week we bring you an inspiring story of a startup and the founders behind it. And now, please welcome your host, Ram. Today we have a great guest on the show. His name is Mr. Sunil Chawla and he is the founder and CEO of vivigo.com that is w i w i g o.com Have you ever been in a situation where you had to rent a one way cab intercity and found that you had to pay double the charge I was like yo man what is this but Sunil went ahead and did something about it instead of just saying yo man like I'm saying he went ahead and created vivigo.com which is an aggregator of cabs for intercity travel before vivigo sunil has held various management positions in both india as well as the uk in this great episode sunil talks about the origin of vivigo and how he came up with this idea as well as giving some very interesting and insightful tips and tricks to would be entrepreneurs i am super excited to be able to bring this episode to you guys and so without further ado let's get on with the interview sunil welcome to the show i have personally been so pumped ever since i got the opportunity to do this podcast with you for those who don't know sunil is the founder and ceo of vivigo.com personally it's a great honor to meet somebody like you and thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge wisdom and time with our listeners thank you sunil very much for agreeing to be on the show thank you for having me ram it is my pleasure to be on this great show sunil can you tell us a bit more about your background before you started vivigo.com well before founding vivigo you know, i was a kind of normal corporate guy doing my normal 9 to 5 job life was life was easy but it was not satisfying i always felt that i have more potential and i should be able to contribute more but in a corporate job i felt there was only so much that you are allowed to and then there was a time when i said enough is enough and uh, now i need to work for myself and work for my own self realization so that is when the journey towards entrepreneurship started with that thought okay so so you got your calling and then you came up with this great idea that is uh, vivigo.com but how exactly did you come up with this idea i mean was it something you experienced or did you talk to some people uh, can can just take us through that thought process when i decided that it is time for me to start something of my own then i started to think of ideas that i can implement and those can be commercially viable i started to look for ideas and i went through various phases and exits but i was not able to think of anything and okay. then i i started to google how to think of business ideas something like this in the very day and okay. then there were some articles that i read about which i found relevant and uh, and then something i found which was quite interesting that i start to instead of looking for business ideas start to look for problems that you face okay i said okay let me take a piece of paper and start writing down the problems that i face and i did not get any idea to be honest whatever ideas i was getting were very vague okay traffic situation in delhi is bad 
Okay. Right. Right. There is a flood problem in Bihar or whatever. Right. Uh, those are the problems that were coming to my mind. I thought, okay, these are too big a problem. How I can address these problems? But then I thought I would start writing them anyway. As I started to write them down one by one, I started to descend deeper into my thought process, so to speak. Okay. And then after I think roughly about tenth problem. I started to get more meaningful problems that I faced. Okay. Okay, so it was not that I was just writing that at one stretch. It took me around 25 to 30 days, actually. Okay. To write down my ideas, uh, my, my problems. Right. I wrote down around 25 problems. Wow, okay. Okay. Right. And some were very vague, like that situation in Delhi and floods in parts of India, whatever. Right. So then I said to myself, okay, now I need to review this list. And I started to review my list. First time was simply cut off. I cannot tackle these and may not be even commercially viable at this point in time. Right. And then another 10 interesting, but maybe either too small a market or something that I cannot technically do it. Right. right. For example, I want to build an excellent spacecraft, but I can't. I do not have enough know-how of doing that. Right. So it, is, it, is, it was not in the list, but I'm just taking that as an example. Sure, sure. Okay. So I, I removed around 20 or so from the list, then I was left with five. And of those five, I thought to myself, okay, these are the five problems that I kind of work on. Right. But you know, I do not want to work on these two because I don't like them for whatever reasons. Right. There is no business to be made or whatever, but I do not like that for one reason or another. So I was left with three ideas. Okay. Okay. And then I was thinking about which one to pick, which one to pick. And I I bounced my ideas off some friends and we would talk at length, okay, this idea is also good, this is also good. Yes, we can do that and this. And when I was going through that phase, right. then one of my brother-in-law, he was, uh, there was a family function in Chantier, and we had to go there. Okay. And I thought, okay, let's book a train, and we'll go by train. Right. Right, easy enough. <laughs> uh, but it was it was short notice, and if you are going on a busy route, then you must book you know around a month in advance. Right, and right. you are taking chances, and uh, then I thought, okay, I'll take, I'll, I'll do that, I'll book him. Okay. But you know what? I sat down at nine or ten a.m. in the morning. Right. You know, to start. First, it took me a long time to just log in into the system. When when. I managed to log into the system. Then I was doing the transaction, first selecting the train or whatever this and that. To cut the long story short, by the time I was able to put my car details and everything, the booking was full. Right, right. The usual story. IRCTC, the usual story, right? Yes, yes, yes. So obviously I cannot take the train. And then I had to call out uh, one of the travel agents. I dug out uh, online directory and called a number of people, found somebody who was willing to offer the service at reasonable price and uh, charged me for both the, both the sites. Right. He said, okay, but you want drop, 
that's okay, but we need to come back. And when we come back, we are not going to find any passengers, most likely. Right. So we cannot take the risk. You'll have to pay for good sites to us. Right. Okay. But I had no other choice. I said, okay. Right. And when I was in the cab, obviously I had some time to deliver things. I was thinking to myself, it should not be really the case, right? There must be hundreds of passengers, if not thousands of passengers, trying to go from one city to another city. Right. In similar situation like me, either who cannot take public transport or are not willing to take public transport. So we not pair those passengers with the available cabs and right. make it more economical and uh, more sustainable. Right. Right. So that thought came to my mind. And that was the kind of a problem that stuck with me and I bounced off many people and, uh, you know, did some market research as well. And uh, eventually I, I said to myself, you know what, this is the idea I'm going to work on. Right, okay. Okay, great, great. So, just to summarize one thing. Yeah. After the idea came to me, you know, I discovered that the process of listing down my problems and figuring out that I wanted, and actually I did not find anything from the list. Okay. But actually, the process cleared out my vision, it created a kind of thought process. Thought process. So I can select the right problem to work on. Okay. So, so, so would you recommend that, let's say, for people who want to start their own ventures to kind of start with this, I mean, list down the problems. Maybe it may work, may not work at the end of the day, but that kind of puts the mind on a thought process of uh, problem solving and creativity. Uh, is that something you would recommend? Definitely. To be honest, if I were to do it again, you know, I won't waste too much of time now. And right. anybody I talk to, and that is, in my view, best advice I can give to them is to start jotting down your problem. Do not think about what business to do. Just forget about what business to do. Just write about your problems that you really face. Right. There are two reasons. One, hopefully you are facing a problem that others are also facing. Secondly, and more importantly, is that in the beginning, when you are trying to validate, you also have an insight into it as a customer. Right. But if you pick up somebody else's idea, for example, you would not have an insight into it either as a customer or even maybe from a supplier perspective. Right. Excellent. Excellent. That's that's really great to hear, uh, Sunil. So, just a quick question on the name. Is it a play on We We Go? Uh, because I wasn't really able to understand the name too much. What exactly does the name mean? Right, yes. Actually, the name of our company is quite unique right. and, and it has a funny story. And the name, why we chose a name, the process is very practical. Okay. And I am grateful for that process. I really like the name. Right, right. It's it's a it's a very unique name, like you say. So yeah, I would love to hear. I'm sure our listeners would also love to hear the funny story. So when when I thought, okay, I want to work on a one-way cab rental intercity, then I knew that obviously I need to demand segregation. It had to be done on an online platform. So I need to book a domain name for it. Right. So that was a very practical situation. I was in. So uh, I did not think of any name. I just wanted to, you know, pick up some domain name and start doing my work. Right. And 
especially thinking about branding was not such a priority at that time. Right. Mm. Okay. But when I started working on it, I wanted for some reason dot com. I did not. I was not satisfied with Tartan or something. Nothing wrong with that. But for some reason, I wanted it to be a dot com. Okay. Okay. And I started searching on GoDaddy who is to see what are the available domain names. Right. And to my surprise, whatever I typed in, it was all taken. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah. Whatever I could think of, rather than to the business, obviously. And then I chanced upon a wonderful website. Okay. Okay. It it lists all sorts of domain names that you can think of. Okay. Okay. And it tells you what sort of a logo would be suitable for it, and what sort of a business it this is likely to rhyme with or go with. Okay. So it gave me very very funky names there. But at the same time, it was a costly service. Okay. Right. They were not obviously domain scrapping. They were selling their services. Right. So I did not have money to pay for any services. So I started thinking about various names. One of the names we thought was Travelers. dot com. Okay. Actually, in the end, there were some various names. I I I created a list of around ten domain names. Okay. And uh, you can. Because everything good was taken, so you can uh, yourself think about the quality of the domain names I I ended up with. Okay. <laughs> very very hilarious and, and okay. awkward. Okay. And uh, of these, I uh, there were two which kind of kind of stuck to me, and I was discussing with my wife. Okay. That you know I've got two domain names that I think are okay. Okay. I can either choose Travelers or I can choose Vivigo. Okay. And she had some thought process on it, and my son, who is just five years old, was listening to our conversation. We were not, we did not notice it. Okay. But he was listening to the conversation, and uh, after two three days, my son asked me, "Papa, I know where you are working." I asked him, "Where?" He said, "You are working for Vivigo." Okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. yeah. At that time, I. You know, I kind of discovered it. It occurred to me that if a five-year-old child can R- remember this name, right. I'm sure anybody else can remember as well. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. That's 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 brilliant. Uh, that's a great story, Sunil. So quickly moving on to the affordability, I did some bit of uh, research and it, it seems pretty affordable. So can you can you just uh, give an example of uh, maybe how the cons- customers would uh, benefit in terms of maybe you can just pick a specific example of say Delhi to some place and also just uh, tell us more about the forms of payments you accept uh, in the sense do you accept cards or only cash? Can you just elaborate a bit on? these two like affordability and uh, the types of payments that can be made sure so this service that we offer on vivigo is obviously quite unique and we are one of the first companies to offer one way cash rental at one way pricing right if i would take an example my obviously favorite one is delhi to chandigarh because this is where i suffer okay and uh, the other came about i think you know i should rather be thankful to that journey right If I were to take Volvo, for example, uh-huh. uh, for one person, it would cost me around seven to eight hundred rupees. Okay. Okay. And if we are three guys together, right, it will cost me two thousand four hundred rupees. Right. Okay. And I can do door to door, anytime you want. Okay. A cab for you three guys. 
I think I would say rather as uh, one of the secret sources that spawn into the legal system. So, top level view is that when, for example, you have booked Bangalore to Chennai. Okay. When the driver reaches Chennai. Right. Then, through our network and scale, we most likely arrange for return booking. Right. Okay. And obviously, we we have a day time actually. Okay. So we don't have to do it immediately. Okay. We have a day time and within that day time, we have to get a return booking. Okay. And mostly we are able to get it, to be honest. Okay. And if we don't get it, we take the hit. But we don't really take the hit. Why? Because we know that 9 out of 10 bookings I'm going to miss, suppose. Right. Right. So what I will do instead of bringing my prices to half, I'll bring my prices, say, down by 40% so that I can, you know, compensate for this mid journeys. Okay. 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 So, so does this actually get passed on to the customer in some way? I mean, that, that might be a really good saving for the customer if uh, a customer gets a cheaper return fare. Uh, or not return yes. fare, one-way fare, you know? Yes. So, whatever pricing we do, it is all done so that we can pass on the maximum benefit to the customers. Okay, okay. We have a fixed percentage markup, which is very nominal. Okay. Then we don't want to charge anything more than that. Okay. We know that this is the markup we are happy with and this is what we want to make. And sometimes we think that we can sell them a higher rate, but we won't. We will just bring the charge down and ask the customer whatever is the lowest price we can offer. Okay, that's 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 brilliant, Sunil. So uh, the next question is: You obviously had this idea. So let's touch a little bit upon uh, ideation to creation. So once you had this idea, obviously you are in you you had an IT background and stuff like that, which helped you. But uh, what kind of are like the basic steps that uh, a, a person needs to take to move from idea to creation? Do you have any tips or tricks or uh, you know can you share your own experience? Once you had this idea, how did you manage to uh, make it into a product? Okay. So, yeah, it is a good question because the idea is worth nothing unless you have executed upon it. Right. So, once I had this idea and I thought to myself that this is what I'm I'm to work on, I needed to find like-minded people who would work with me. Right. Okay. So, I have two options, either two, three options either. Either to partner with other people and have them join as equity co-founders. Right. Right. Or I employ people or I give out this as a contract to somebody and they do this work and give it to me. Right. Right. And this is a common thing you will see. I've been to many startup events. And people usually are studying with all the, all the people or some of these, uh, depending on what is their background. Right. Right. Uh, even though I am from IT background and all, I do not have exactly the same background, first of all. Right. And uh, secondly, I do not knowingly wanted to work down myself with the nitty-gritty of technical details because then I knew that I would lose sight of the holistic picture of the business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was a sponsored decision on my part not to start uh, coding. 
Okay. Right. Uh, even though I say that, actually, to be honest, so ten percent of the code you see on my website is written by me. Okay. Right. Right. So, but uh, I always wanted to, you know, keep myself away from it. Then one of my friends, he has software development company. Okay. Okay. So we partnered together, and we agreed that he would bring the platform to a certain level of maturity, and then I would take on. Okay. Because I didn't want to do that, I employ somebody, and because finding equity co-founder becomes a bit difficult. I don't know, but to me it occurred that it was probably a disadvantage of age. When you are younger, you tend to have a lot of more friends and a lot more camaraderie and a lot more brotherhood. But as as you grow older, you have your own family and kids to look after, and then you tend to become more focused on your family, and right. you know you don't have. That sort of camaraderie anymore. Right. So, so, so in my in my view, that was one thing that uh, if I would just pass out from college two three years, I would have still found out other people that I I you know I could work as as co-founder. They could work as co-founder, and we can be a happy team. But in my case, all of my friends were busy with their lives. Right. And uh, they were doing whatever they were doing, and they were happy and fine with it. So. To employ people was an option to me, and I think that was a great option. And I I don't regret that a bit. And obviously, I had some amount of experience and some amount of saving hands, so I had some money to invest. So I then started to hire people, and then from my friend, I took on the framework, the platform, whatever we developed, and we started to work on it and mature it more. Okay, yeah, that's that's great, Sunil, and and that that kind of uh, you just touched upon it, which kind of was my next question. You already touched upon that you have a wife, you have a five-year-old kid, and even now you you just mentioned that uh, you know you uh, have a family. It's much more difficult to get uh, you know a co-founder, and you're not a college student basically. And um, so that that kind of leads to my next question, which is uh, we hear so much about founders having to sacrifice family time to make their ventures a success so uh, tell us a little bit more about your family and uh, you know how you you balance your family life and business okay yeah i think it is a very important part and uh, talking about business and family life business balance right that is totally skewed <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so if if you know any of our listeners are thinking of going into entrepreneurship then the personal life is going to suffer a lot okay and it is a mutual understanding right between myself and my wife right you know, what i want to do she supports me she trusts me respects me right what i want to do but there are times when i'm not able to devote time to my family and i have been lucky so far that my wife actually supports me and she does not say anything right and uh, yes but the family life suffers a lot and i knew it in my previous job one of my bosses one of my my actually my boss mm-hmm. he had sold his company to the parent company okay and i asked him how the starting up was he said to me in one crisp sentence it was all great smile but if, if you are willing to screw up five years of your personal life family life then go for it <laughs> okay <laughs> okay that that's uh, 
yeah that's insightful you know and and personal so appreciate uh, you uh, uh, being frank on that and um, uh, from 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 my understanding and and from the conversation we have had so far vivigo is uh, your brainchild and uh, i believe you're the only founder is that is that correct yes that is correct okay i'm the only founder okay so but i'm sure there are some strong influencers in within your company can you give us maybe an example of some serious disagreement you had with with a key key person or or key people uh, with regards to to your product and you know how did you manage to resolve that i mean what 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 happened and how did you resolve it so that our listeners can have an idea of okay this these are some of the problems that could come with working with people and this is a way to solve some of these issues because no two person will have the same vision can you give us kind of an example of of that yes so having people as employee not as co-founders you know as advantages and disadvantages both depending on the way you want to look at right when you have co-founders they can feel very easy about challenging your thoughts right it may not be that natural for an employee right so, it is our dna and it has been my personal take i'll tend to my team challenge me whenever you can and i would respect you more for it right you know and the culture that we have developed the dna that the company has acquired is that we challenge every presumption right okay every statement for us is an hypothesis which needs to be supported by equally strong evidence right a data point so so that has been you know so so disagreements are a must for any 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 growth any kind of growth right you want to have because if there are no disagreements and there is there are no cross correction because of that then the status quo would remain right and obviously status quo is not progress right right okay so for us you know we challenge each other every day okay okay cool so so no examples needed it's it's every day it's it's people challenge you right yes yes and they are encouraged and okay. they are respected for it cool cool that's 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 very nice to hear do you have a morning ritual that you follow you know some people do meditation some people do exercise some people read so i for example do a bit of meditation in the morning i read a bit uh, I, i have a few things that i follow which i believe will help me throughout the day so is is there something that you follow and something that you can share with our listeners that we all know that you know starting a company and running a company is not a joke you know it it comes with its severe pressure so is there something that you have as a morning ritual that you can share with us it is a great great question and something that i i would have to struggle with to be honest because okay. i do not have any ritual so to speak okay okay i just get up to the usual stuff take okay. shower get ready and dash to office okay but at the same time i i practiced meditation for a long time and mm-hmm. i know the benefits of it and uh, i encourage people even some of my colleagues that meditation is an excellent stress buster right right if you know it if you can practice it do it by all means right for some reason 
or another, I'm not able to find time for it right now, so I'm not doing it. But at the same time, I do not have a morning ritual, but if you were in the office, you would often hear me singing a song, right? A random song. Sorry, sorry, clear. random? What, what was that? You will start, you will hear me singing songs. Songs, okay. Random yeah, songs, yeah, okay. I have a very bad voice. Okay. I can't sing at all. Right, and half of the times I may not even remember the, 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 the lyrics. But I think it works as a stress best of me. That's great. That's brilliant. I mean, the next question was, can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known, either professional or personal, but uh, maybe you singing songs in office is something that is not commonly known or probably your colleagues know, maybe tell us something else. Right. So, yes, me singing songs is obviously not known to a very wide <laughs> Okay. Only some of us know that, you know, I have a funny habit of <laughs> uh, singing songs in bad times, you know, when everybody says out I'm singing songs. <laughs> right. Right. So that is obviously not widely known. Another bit that is not commonly known, but probably is easy to guess, but I'm, I'm very stubborn. Okay. Okay. Right. So, so obviously with maturity, I have, I have learned, I'm very flexible at the same time. You know, it is a bit difficult to say. So I'm stubborn in the sense that I'm very determined, but at the same time, I'm very open and adaptable. I'm open to suggestion, adaptable to the changes. Okay, okay. Thanks for sharing that. So, this is your first startup, I believe, but you are from IIT. So, you probably had quite a bit of connections in IIT and stuff like that. So, I'm just guessing here. I don't know. Uh, maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, let's say a founder who doesn't have these kind of connections, you know, how would, how would a founder, he or she, go about starting their own business? Let's say if they are not from... IIT or IAM, where, where you make a lot of connections. What would be your advice to would-be founders who don't have these kind of backgrounds? Right. IITs and IAMs are great institutions to be connected with, and I am happy and thankful for IIT Delhi to be my alma mater. And uh, we have great alumni network. Yeah, so far I have not used my connections a lot, and... Uh, because in my view, if you want to utilize a connection, then utilize when there is a win-win situation, right? Or at least, not only win-win situation, when you have your best foot ready. Right? So if I approach somebody, I will not approach with a half foot thing. So that is not how I work. If I'm damn sure about something, only then I will approach somebody. But anyway, having said that, I think there is too much hype about that, uh, about the institutions you have studied from. It, it does help, I suppose, but you know what? You did your engineering, whatever you did, or whatever course you did, but that's all past, right? Right. If you want to create something, it is prepared now, just go and create it. Right. Excellent, excellent, excellent advice. So, I love it. So, just, just want to talk about a bit about some low point, you know, in your current business, how you managed to overcome it and the lessons you learned from that experience, maybe that would uh, help, uh, you know, our would-be founders, uh, would, would inspire them. I, I'm hoping you have an example of uh, a, a low point that you can share with us. Right. Yes. 
when I was putting my job, right, some people thought I was, I would be able to do it, some, I would be able to make it, some people thought I would not be able to make it. Right. And, uh, but I knew within myself that in order to do that, Sunil will have to do something else. Right. Right. And I knew that there was a journey of growth that awaits me. Right. Right. As an entrepreneur, as a person, as a human being. Right. So it was a step, a stepwise process, a stepwise and painful process. Right. Right. I was addicted to it. Uh, many people would like to hear it, but yeah, I was addicted to a paycheck. Right. right. So, you know, the immediate growing up is that you, you, you have to give yourself off this paycheck, right? Right. Like you're, not, you're not getting any paycheck, but you are paying some people off. Correct. Right. So, instead of money coming in, it is, you know, draining out. So, then it, it brings you to another another level of growth, another level of thinking. You know, because money, money is not then a kind of thing that you desire for. When, when you become an entrepreneur, in order to bring something of value, right, right, you have to sacrifice your worries around money. Right. But that was something that immediately happened. But okay. I think the lowest point was also, I would rather say, the turning point Mm-hmm. In, in, in my own growth as an entrepreneur was that when I was into this and I was I think three four months into running this company just after we had launched uh-huh. one half months after we had launched and I had serious problem with the cash flow okay okay and I did not know what to do I had not told anybody I didn't want to spend anybody, but uh, I did not have enough money to pay and, and move on. Right. But then I was thinking of how to, you know, get more money and how to, you know, make the thing run beyond that. I was going through my banks and everything. And one thing occurred to me, mm-hmm. and I, had, I had a lot of mutual funds that I invested in. Okay. And then what I did, I went ahead and exited a couple of times. Okay. Okay. And I managed a cash flow that I wanted and it went everything well smoothly. But what happened actually in my mindset, that that bit why I had said save the Right? Right. In my mind that was not a very money. That money was something that I had saved for a rainy day or whatever. Right, right. Right. So I had to go past that threshold, that thought process. Right. Right? For me, that was more important. What was more important was to run this venture. That to worry about some some event which would never happen. Right. And I, 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 I had not been through this. Not to say that I thought I still have you know enough cover for me. Right. Right. So so I I. I but what I'm trying to say is that the angle with which you view money right. can change it. And your relationship with money, the transformation is required for you to be able to create value. As long as you hold a theory to money, I think in my view it becomes difficult to create value. Super, super, Sunil. That's that's really very insightful and you know, thank you for sharing that experience with us. I think 
that would kind of give all the all the listeners some idea of how to go about and how to turn around when when they are faced at their lowest points because uh, i think the saying is there you know once you reach rock bottom there's only one way up and one only one way and that's up so i, I think your your story uh, your your experience clearly demonstrates that i just want to quickly retouch on the future of vivigo.com so what do you envision is it do you envision um, more more cars more people or 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 is there something more bigger in future that you envision for vivigo right so definitely yes it is a very big market it is a huge market of around 20 billion us dollars that is at our exposure that we can address i only see us expanding okay okay so we are going to be in multiple cities we are already in a lot of cities actually we already are going around uh, around 50 cities already so we are going to be in lot more places and uh, this is at the start of things my main aim is to bring organizations to the sector because the fragmentation and unorganization or unorganized way of operating in the sector is a very painful thing it is a painful waste of human resources and a painful waste of uh, a lot of other resources it is difficult to say and uh, yes it also gives rise to very unrequired and not needed practices and scriptless behavior so i i am here uh, to organize the sector as much as i can and i need each and everybody support including our customer support our data partner support our travel partner support to bring this into the sector because united you know uh, is is how we stand together otherwise we may everybody everyone is to himself and that i think is bad okay okay that that's that's great so just i just have a couple more questions can you recommend any books for our budding entrepreneurs is there any other interests that you actively pursue if and when you have some spare time i i know you were saying you have hardly have any time so 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 not really not not so any hobbies and interests that i have time to pursue right now i'm reading because i'm a keen reader but i don't read books but i read a lot of things covered in that okay and uh, in the text of entrepreneurship there are a couple of blogs that i can recommend okay that will be great for people to to at least go by you know once or twice and if they find value in in them then you know uh, they can they, they can get more value from it okay so uh, one such is for the hamdrakam i think uh, that is well combinators founder yep. he has a blog yep it is a very finely written and very insightful uh, blog right right very very thought thought provoking also i have read some of his articles yes yes so i found that very useful and online marketing perspective neil patel's blog is quite good i find that very interesting okay okay i think it is neilpatel.com okay and third is not a book but something i like it mm-hmm. and uh, that is hindi news channels hindi news channels okay right 
because you know how to make every story and use <laughs> okay right <laughs> and they know how to take breaks commercial breaks without disrupting <laughs> okay <laughs> okay that's 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 interesting uh, i will i'll uh, in the show notes i'll put the links to the blogs that you have mentioned uh, obviously i can't put a link to the in the news channel uh, i think it's uh, it's based on each viewer's interest i think that's true to be honest i i understand that in a hard way that that is a skill that sometimes you you need to employ yeah yeah very very true very true i just have two questions so first thing is Uh, it's it's an hypothetical situation everything you have created is erased in some freak incident okay but you have your knowledge and skills and whatever you have learned with you so what would you go about creating now with this knowledge and information but and just to make it bit difficult let's say you can't answer vivigo needn't be a complete answer could be something vague also you know right right so what is the right question because right now my mind is Not nothing but really good. I think I were to in a situation where uh, I would think something else, speak something else. To be honest, I don't know. Okay, no problem. No problem. We'll take a pass on that question. Before we move on to the final question, I just want to understand how can our listeners get in touch with you? I mean, do you have a LinkedIn account, Twitter? I mean, blog? What? What? what Where are you active on apart from your official ID and uh, contact? Mm-hmm. Sure. So yes, I am present on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. My Twitter handle is at the rate paid out P A P E T O U P. Okay. We will we will have to put put the links on the show notes. We, we will do that the details. Okay. LinkedIn and uh, what else? Facebook as well. Facebook as well. Okay. But, yeah. So if you search by my full name Sunil Chola, uh-huh. it's because my surname is pretty unique, especially the way it is spelled. Right. So, so you most likely find me. Sure, sure, and and we will. Uh, I will put on the show notes the exact handles uh, so that people can follow you and friend you. So before we move on to the final question, I just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners. I'm also very grateful for the value you are adding into this world. You know, by means of uh, your unique and uh, and and pretty successful, I would I would add business. So thank you very much for all that. And uh, with that, we'll move on to the final question. So, uh, if there is one gyan that you could give our would-be founders, what would that be? My gyan is not about gyan; it is about action. Okay, so. If I were to say one sentence, never let the fear of failure stop you from experimenting. Brilliant, brilliant, Sunil. Just, just love it. That's that's really great, and uh, I think I think it's brilliant. So, uh, thank you so much, uh, Sunil, for your time. It was a real pleasure chatting with you, and wish you all the very best for your continued success. Thank you very much, Sam. It is a great pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much again for all of the effort that you guys are putting together, and uh, I believe from the back resources like yourself will be able to inspire, inspire, and motivate other value creators and entrepreneurs into the system. That is a great value add that you guys are doing. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Sunil. That's it, folks, for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you found this useful go ahead and share it with people 
whom you think would benefit. It's easy to share, just use one of the nifty icons at the bottom of the show to share it with your friends via Twitter, Facebook, etc. If you would prefer to send this link across to people, the link for the episode is foundersgyan.com slash ep01. Also, leave a comment in the show notes giving your feedback. I'll see you all next week with yet another great show, yet another great entrepreneur. And in the meantime, you know what this show is meant to do. It's meant to inspire you. So go ahead, get inspired, start creating things that you want to today.